Hello, welcome to the Meme Therapy Podcast. My name is Marcus Cardona. I'm your host. I'm a stand-up comedian, writer, actor, and producer. I was previously located in Brooklyn, New York, but due to the pandemic, I'm back recording this in Buxton, Maine, my home state. Anyway, this is a re-release episode. Uh, This is the first three episodes of the Meme Therapy Podcast, which was recorded in April into May. This is the second episode, which was recorded on May 8th, with... Dylan Watson, a good friend of mine, also a fellow New Englander from Massachusetts. In this episode, we discuss the topic of online town groups and their role in social media. Uh, Dylan is a good friend. He's an artist, poet, singer-songwriter, and host of the Coco Nino Chronicles, which streams live on Instagram, which I believe is coming back in the spring, which you can follow at nomad underscore Watson on Instagram. Anyway, we talk a lot about life being both New Englanders who also lived in the city. Uh, Dylan got relocated to Flagstaff, Arizona due to AmeriCorps work. And the lifestyle definitely changed both of us, especially being able to talk about how career shifts. Because me and Dylan used to both work sales. So it's a great episode. We talk about the life of sales, happiness, capitalism, working in nature, being a hippie dealing with New York life versus rural life and how that affects both of us and wanting to express stuff in an artistic way. Anyway, enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to Meme Therapy. This is episode two. Um, I have a very special guest who I'm calling in from Flagstaff, Arizona. Here he goes by the name of Dylan Watson. Uh, he's a former New Englander like myself, and he's the host of the Coco Nino Chronicles, which is streaming live on Instagram. He's an artist, poet, singer, songwriter, but enough of me talking about him. Let me have him introduce him myself himself to you guys anyway this is dylan watson guys what what oh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so dylan D- dylan uh if you want to introduce yourself to everyone watching oh hi uh, uh hi <laughs> i'm dylan um as marcus said i am a Newland transplant living out in Flagstaff, Arizona now, and I host a weekly open mic event. So if anyone, any form of art would love to get more poets, people that aren't like young white boys on there, that'd be dope. <laughs> so, um, <and laughs> every Sunday on my Instagram page, the coconut. Uh, so yeah, that's me, huh? Yeah, guys, follow Anything Dylan Watson on, on Instagram. <laughs> that, no, that's a good, that's a, it's a solid, that's a solid intro. Dog. Oh, yeah, but I, <laughs> anyway, yeah, well, you, you, you already have the crazy enough backstory. Um, but yeah, let's just go, just dive back in. Dylan, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Definitely, 
I got a full day of work in. Very grateful to have a job right now. So that that that's cool. Um, I'm here with my main man Adam. Adam. <laughs> Adam, what's up? Yo, guest 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 in the podcast. It's cool. No worries. Yeah, uh, yeah that's not good. Dylan. Yeah, Dylan. Dylan has a job. Dylan is one of the working few. You're not an essential worker, but can you can you explain what you do for work right now? Yeah. So I'm I'm landscaping. Uh, that's, that's about it. But like, I'm, I've been digging holes all day, um, digging some, it's really different in Arizona because there's like no water here. So all you're doing is digging holes for irrigation systems to drag water from deep in the earth and make things pretty for fucking old white people. <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> no, no, well, no. D- yeah. Cause Dil- yeah, me and Dylan, our paths crossed, uh, just two New England boys in, New York, both living in Brooklyn, uh, working in sales. And then Dylan did, Dylan, you did like the route that like most New England guys want to do for some reason, which is just become a hermit. Because <laughs> yeah. like you're, so before, before, uh, before like, before like all the landscaping gigs, you were working with like, uh, yeah, so, like the Peace Corps I, I worked or? AmeriCorps, I work for AmeriCorps. And I do. AmeriCorps, yeah. So I work, actually, I got the water bottle right here, Arizona Conservation Corps. Okay, That's yeah. So plug. the Arizona Conservation Corps. Okay, yeah. yeah so, well, I do like I work with like state lands, like national parks, state forests, and I help like def- like um, do fi- a lot of fire mitigation, trail maintenance, stuff like that. It's AmeriCorps, so like you just basically get paid nothing. You work a lot. And you get- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do, do, do not. I mean, I'll, I'm like, don't even watch this live stream. Let's hope they learn not like, what are you doing? I'm like, Dylan Watson <laughs> from over there, just cut him off. He he doesn't he doesn't represent the 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 you know the mission statement of AmeriCorps, but. Yeah, it's it's interesting because like I mean, you and me both worked in sales during a small period of time where we both clearly needed the money and we have, we hated that job. But it's interesting now because um because it's it's definitely it's definitely like the mindset that you need for like sales in America versus what you're doing for AmeriCorps. Very different mindsets, right? Very different like involvements and like you know mentality you have to have about like the work that you're putting in, right? Well, like, I feel like in sales, they project to you, like, the same mentality that you're helping people and you're, like, through your products, but really you're just scheming and scumming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Dylan's Dylan's, uh, video cut out. But, yeah, oh, man. I'm I'm really gonna di- dive into that one because I feel like I feel like if you're a New England guy, you just have like this um weird 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 like mentality where you just want to like isolate. Like we're all kind of open to the idea of being a hermit for some reason as a New Englander. It's like just like this upbringing, and then what ends up happening is you know the people who just like throw themselves into their jobs, or the people who actually go out and then eventually like hermit themselves. Like it's it's a weird like connection there, and Dylan. Dylan's this weird representation of the person who did that. It's so funny. Like I'm gonna have to like re-record all this, but when we did when we dive into like Dylan, what he does, it's gonna be pretty ridiculous because his his like lifestyle that changed from being a salesperson into turning into AmeriCorps like business. Very different, um, very different aspect. So we'll see if this goes back in. Oh man, man. Yeah, when you when you record podcasts remotely, 
you have mostly just Wi-Fi issues, and this is what that is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, guys, uh, this seems like a good time to to talk about our sponsor. Um, anyway, Meme Therapy has been sponsored from the beginning through Someday Bar, based in Borough Hill, Brooklyn. <laughs> it operates from Tuesday, Wednesday, Sunday, from 1 to 6 and Thursday to Saturday from 1 to 8, a delivery through DoorDash, Uber Eats, Seamless, Grubhub, Postmates. They're doing specials of $10 to 32-ounce drafts, $10 to go. Old Fashions, Manhattans, Margaritas, and Boulevardiers. They're going to be also doing some alcoholic freeze pops. So if you guys are looking to get some drinks, feel free to talk to Someday Bar. Find them online. Find them on Instagram at Someday Bar NYC. Get yourself some frozen freeze pops for your summer drinking during this quarantine pandemic. Stay healthy, stay smart, support local businesses. All the links will be in the podcast comments as well as uh, later in like the post recordings when I release this episode. On the phone again? Or are we on the camera? <laughs> We're on the phone. I don't know what's going on with my computer. <laughs> Everything, everything in the world is telling me to not do this fucking podcast. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now, yo, don't do not do not blame the universe for your bad Wi-Fi connection. Also, the lack of technology in this time. <laughs> this this is the only apocalypse where we can talk about the end of the world through FaceTime willingly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's fucking crazy. But yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take I mean, it's working pretty well right now, so it might, it might hold Yeah. Up. No, it seems like it's working fine. But anyway, Dylan, let's just, <laughs> just dive back into it. Hopefully there's no other Wi-Fi stuff. This is going to be a lot of fun editing for me later. But um, yeah. So we were talking about, like, the mindset that you had from working in sales and then the mindset you had working for AmeriCorps right now um, yeah. in terms of, like, you know, working in the parks and whatnot. Yeah, so it's definitely a lot more, like, about um... – you know, in America about like not about giving some things up to help do good. Am I frozen now? No, no, you're still good. You're still like rolling. This uh no, I'm just this is this is this is this is my this is my I'm listening to you hand. Like this I'm pointing. This is a, mm. um yeah, so I'm like I would say like the biggest difference is that, you know, like I said before, that AmeriCorps, they're in sales, they're like, this is going to help products, and you're going to, this product's going to save people's lives when I'm actually helping people now and helping the environment. And <laughs> that's a, definitely a nice difference. So, yeah, Let's definitely see, different, diff, different mindset. <laughs> Okay, so Sorry. now I got I got I got two I got two audios. So let's see if I can uh, switch you over to the computer one. Okay, let's take this one out. All right, let's. How does that sound? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, dude, no, it's it's definitely like for some reason I feel like that is like for some it's it's something about growing up in like New England, especially if you grew up in like a rural area where you have the taste of the city, and then. And then after you get out, there's still, like, a very peaceful thing about, like, abandoning society. Because I'm, like, I'd say, like, at least even even if you're working in sales and working in the city, like, how would you compare, like, the stress levels that you had, like, doing what you do now versus, obviously not during a pandemic, but doing what you do now <laughs> versus uh, what you were doing when you lived in New York? Um, definitely way less stress. I mean, I still have the, like, 
you know, I still have to work hard and everything, but like the fact that I live outside and I'm outdoors the whole time, like it's way less stressful. And like, I think that what the biggest lesson I got from New York City is that I'm definitely not an extroverted person that like I need to get the fuck away from people. <laughs> and and um, I think the one thing that like makes life a lot easier is not having to have fucking office talk every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, I was actually I was actually talking about it because I'm like uh with another creative. Um because yeah. like you know, obviously like you know, you and me gravitated because we both have good energy, even though we were in the same city. We like both understood that what we were doing was a job and stuff like that, and then we we're surrounded yeah. by we we're surrounded by people who um who were like just like demanding because I'm like New York City itself is not only an overpopulated city, it's an urban setting, but because you live in New York, there's just like a mentality that you keep climbing, climbing, climbing on top. Like, you know, just like have this because like in AmeriCorps, you don't have like or uh, yeah, you don't have to do you don't have to like do you have to like a sale? You don't have like the equivalent of a sales quota there. Right. You just no. it just like, comes down the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they like they'll be like, you really have to work hard this week because we're a little behind on this project. And you just like bust it out. But it's not like, you know, dead dead like you you work eight days and that's it you work your hours and that's it and like it's not that you know and i think that everyone is pretty dedicated so there's not a problem with people slacking off whereas like at our old job <laughs> you, had to, you had to incentivize but like guys uh you better work hard on the environment because we're gonna have a pizza party on friday <laughs> Dude, yeah happy hour free like two dollar beer on me hi <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I know that you. I know that you locked in a customer for like a fifteen hundred dollar, like you know, annual <laughs> bill. But like you know, here's some like happy hour. This is like some dollar dollar beers <laughs> that you could have gone by yourself, but you because you're with the company, it's yeah. on me. Don't worry. So like you get. I remember there was like one that was like you get to spin this wheel of fortune and you get to dare someone to do something. Like, dude, I'm just. <laughs> dude oh man dude that dude wolf of wall street like that that sales life i'm like it gets so wolf, amplified wolf, and then wolf the people... of wall street for generation z fucking pieces of shit dude <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just like yeah you know what like that's not their all is for life but dude some people definitely are like attracted to that lifestyle because i'm yeah, like that's that like that's not the reason I'm like that I would want to go back to New York City because I'm like that's not like it. it's just like oh man look at all the money and like the girls and stuff like that I'm like that's not really it it's like the genuine connections and that's what people like would do but because your work situation because you don't yeah you don't have the office talk but now you're out in Flagstaff Arizona you know just like working on like you know like just like landscapes basically you're working on just like in yeah. fields working clearing paths trees so i just cut down trees all day <laughs> which oh, took, me, it took me a while to realize i was actually helping the environment um because like you go into the woods and like all right you need to cut down all these trees and i'm like this doesn't seem like it seems like i'm just destroying everything but there's a lot of benefits especially out here because of like fire like basically everyone's just afraid of fire out here which is totally yeah. Cool. Yeah, can you can you can you can you explain like the work of like if you were to clear out trees, uh, yeah. what's like that? What's like so? What's the reason besides besides fires? Like, what's like the reason? So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, basically, this land in Arizona in Colorado was burned almost yearly by 
indigenous people, I, I can't say the facts, I don't know the facts perfectly, but it was burned often for thousands of years. And then we took all that, like white people, America took all that land from them and then stopped burning it. And so like the floor of the forest is grown a lot. So there's a lot of flammable stuff on the floor in between trees that used to get burned every year. And that's what starts a forest fire. And so we yeah. cut smaller trees and leave big trees so that um because like the big trees they, they're not going to catch on fire by the floor so that like fire doesn't spread as fast or like fire doesn't spread as much okay as so it's, it's so it's work to like limit um or like buffer like the fire from like a widespread that it's yeah like burning exactly. upward it, it, it like spread out and it like fizzle yeah. out on its own right okay yeah exactly exactly and so like and it um yeah just like spread it out the forest like if you looked at the forest like 400 years ago it'd just be a bunch of big trees with not much in between um so yeah i mean there's like a lot of people that are like just don't touch the wilderness and um i think it's just been so controlled by human touch for so long that unfortunately we do have to do this work to prevent massive forest fires and flagstaff had a really bad one like two years ago so they're like super paranoid about it and like trying to get this work done yeah well at least like you know it's still like a um was it what 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 division of like the government is like technically like you're over like your boss boss like um so like right now like u.s forest service yeah so yeah you'd be working for the forest service yeah because that's like no because like no matter what like this terrain is either if you're working like you know the desert or you're working in like you know the woods or any of like the different biomes that like you know the u.s has to offer like there's always like a different like situation there um and you're also and like that's the cool thing too is you're working with like like-minded individuals who kind of have like this like longevity of that rather than like the immediate like success of like someone who works in sales in like yeah, a big city not, they're trying to get they're trying to get that money and get out like everyone is like super dedicated and that's what brought them here which like it that's like i think my favorite part about americorps in particular is it's all people are it's like uh like under 25 is the restriction so this is the last year i can do it and <clears throat> they're all people who like took massive pay cuts or chose a different alternative lifestyle because they care for the environment want to work and help the environment yeah dude no that's no that that that's definitely like the different mentality because I feel like now, like, the, the people who have the, like, hardest issues with, like, quarantine and the whole situation of, like, social distancing, the big issues that they have right now is they're, like, becoming disconnected from, like, that previous, like, lifestyle. And then you, you had, like, a very drastic, like, you know, I went from, like, sales to doing that. And then it's just, like, that one, it's kind of the ability to be, like, malleable and be able to, like, change the course of, like, you know, your career path or life. It's very like essential. Do you think you could go back into sales if you had, if, like, to be perfectly honest, if like you had to like go back into sales, do you think you that's gonna be the route that you do after this final year? Or no. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I dude, I don't know, dude. No, dude, we're, I, we're, we're, all, we're all changed after this, yeah. Dylan. I mean, dude, you you remember when I left New York? I was like, I'm coming back. I'm gonna be in sales again this fall, and then like, <laughs> I'll see you guys in November. Yeah. Some other thing, some other things were left open ended, and um. Yeah, after about a week, <laughs> it took one week. I was like, <laughs> "You're like, I can't go back to that." No, no yeah, I think after this, I'm gonna. Well, leaders, you can be like, if you get to the next notch, which is like crew leader, you can stay. There's no age limit on that. So, like for the court member, like 
if there's a 24 year old watching this who's like i want to do that you have one year so get on it but like if you <laughs> like if you get the experience you get promoted to crew leader there's no age limit on that but like i don't want to do americorps forever it's not um, yeah it's not, yeah it's it's, it's 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 not sustainable but for sure it's definitely like work that kind of has like meaning because i'm like i think that's like the hardest thing ever is uh anyone who everyone who's kind of like everyone who is kind of devastated from like unemployment or work right now is just like this lack of being able to produce something or like have something that has produce something that has meaning because i'm like like again like working for america where there's meaning and stuff like that for sales it's just like very temporary and then like you know having clients and making them happy is like so very much not directly through the salesman but like through like the product or something like that yeah exactly and um i think like my bat like why i went into the why i got that sales job was because i studied marketing in college and business and i thought oh this is this is what i gotta do <laughs> yeah no, no, yeah dylan you've had you you've had like you've had like a crazy route because like you start yeah like like myself like a new england guy but you went to college in upstate new york and then you then you went straight to new york afterwards um i spent like I spent the summer on Martha's Vineyard doing some landscaping work out there. <laughs> yeah. But that pretty much. Oh, yeah, pretty no, because um, do you also, because like even the jump route that you have, because even though, you know, America is not like, you know, the label that you want for work, but I'm like, it's like your primary work right now. Um, You're still like an artist and stuff like that. Because I remember that you moved to New York and you were trying to get into like promotion for shows and stuff like show promotion, right? Yeah. Because that was like yeah. a previous like experience. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Yeah, I hosted open mics. I got an internship in London, and I hosted open mics. I used to like work in a bar in college, and I helped promote a little bit. And I really did. I really did want to get in the music industry, and I write a little bit of music, but I was shy. And, um, and yeah, I moved to New York trying to get my foot in the door in the music industry, and then um it just wasn't i don't think it was the right time in my life i wasn't in control of myself at all <laughs> like, dude, dude dude no no one is in control of anything right now <laughs> that's true that's true like like what, whatever whatever you want to pave it for yourself now like, i don't have like an x on new york city it's not like i'm done like but i i think that timing was just wrong and like i was trying to get into it but really didn't have the no. commitment and then yeah, and like I, I, I knew that I wanted to get in the music industry. It's also fucking hard. Like, it's yeah, so- yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, every kind of entertainment industry is hard. Like, at least, at least you could still like drop singles and stuff like that, and like get people out there. But like, you know, obviously, musicians also, besides like you know dropping songs, they still want to be like performing because I, I like the performance aspect's the hardest one. That's why like people do like the mics are still like to perform at mics yeah. and whatnot, right? Uh, yeah, and I, I like hosting the open mics because it gives people a platform to perform. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not trying to shamelessly plug my thing going on right now. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, dude, this is this is this is where you get to plug all the yeah. things shamelessly. This, this is why people do podcasts. I'm like, no one's just like, oh, man, you know, I just want to, like, you know, talk and stuff like that. Like, yeah, sure, you can get some interesting subject matter, but I'm like, people yeah. still want to promote something. So. Well, like, yeah, so there's, like, so many people who want to perform, and, like, <laughs> open mics are perfect for that, but, um, I mean, it's just, like, everyone is already hosting an open mic in New York. It's kind of hard to, like, get your foot in the door, and then, like, you you presented me an opportunity to do it at that bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, it was, like, it was a, it was a yeah. music one. 
<laughs> Friday nights, those are my night. That's my one night. <laughs> so, can't do it. Hey man, I'm just I was just like I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Cause yeah, it was I mean, the reason I got to do so many, um, host so many like events was because like I was a I was a service industry guy and that yeah. one was like the route and like that's like a smaller route because and like I guess a more localized route because you're just performing for like, you know, regulars and stuff like that's it. While, you know, obviously like at higher levels of entertainment, you want to be performing for like industry people, people who can give you a manager, a TV show, an agent yeah. or whatever, get, get you in the right rooms. So that was like it. Um, because like, yeah, no matter what, I still think that there's still like an outlet now. I'm going to be having like a future guest on the podcast, um, Joe, Joe, <laughs> Joe Myers. And he started uh, during this, he started uh, quarantine karaoke. Have you heard of that? No, that sounds awesome. <laughs> oh, no, dude, it was uh, so. It's just a it's just a Facebook group on Facebook, and it's he started out of like Maine, and it's basically like the podcast or like his thing itself is like you know everyone would be like sing a song, you can tri- contribute to it. It got into like I'm pretty sure it's like at three million members because it went viral because everyone was just like uploading songs on like. Uh, Here? Yeah, I'll No, 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 not not tonight, but like a later episode. Like no, that's no, like no. Uh, I'm I'm like you you guys could hear it on the live, but that's going to be edited out in the podcast. But it's still like one of those ones where, you know, everyone right now is like looking for that connection. Um but like, you know, it's only during times of like stress that people want that weird connection because I'm like mm-hmm. the other aspect the other aspect of like the whole situation why I like you on as a guest too is like the hermit aspect because like you know like i said like working working in new york and living in new york with um what i would classify as energy vampires like you know all these people who just like suck you dry of like you know everything because even if you're doing your own thing they kind of like need you and you have to like you kind of decipher who you're going to go back into society with because like the hermit aspect is good to pull away from people to kind of get like a good grasp on who you are as a person when you say it so Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Made me reevaluate a lot of things about myself because I was a fucking jumping little jelly bean in New York, and I was always doing something. <laughs> <laughs> like going and seeing people, and like even well, the thing about all right, the thing about like COVID is like I feel like I was like I'm steps ahead of COVID. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're just like I was. I was socially distancing before all this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, guys, you, you guys just started social distancing i was away yeah. from everybody i did my social distancing when i left new york back in in uh, september but no 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 but like no it, it's totally different but i felt like in terms of reevaluating my social life and what i what choosing where to put my energy in terms of people places all that was definitely like it's definitely been a long process and I'm still learning it and I think that corona covid 19 whatever the fuck it's called I don't I don't have tv I don't know what the news is calling it but <laughs> 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 this is like the the antithesis of like the conspiracy theorist who's like dude the truth is out there you got to just keep watching the patterns yeah. but but so yeah so you're saying like uh being... I think so I so it hit and my job got suspended and I spent a month alone in my, basically alone in my car, like in the middle, like in the desert. 
And that made me realize that like, and people would come and visit me and leave, come visit me. You know, I have three different people that would see me. I have three people that I see. And they, and I realized like, you know what? Like less people makes me a lot happier than trying to see like 40 people every single day. And like, I felt like like, I was just like constantly having social plans. And like, this has been a nice break to reevaluate kind of, what is the best for my mental? Cause like, I'm realizing I was, the reason I was always exhausted while I was spent emotionally, was just cause I poured so much into other people and taking all this time to myself has been really good. I don't know. No, 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 that's no, that's, that's like legit. That's what meme therapy is about, man. Because it's <laughs> like, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm like the energy vampire thing is like real because like now it's, um, it's 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 kind of like those weird connections that you still have like that friend that you still have who's like problematic who you have to like he's still tagging along but you have to explain to like your group of friends be like hey before we go out you should know and i'm like it it, sh- it shouldn't be like that but because of like you know just the different lifestyle of you know the idea of like society and keeping everyone happy you like get caught up in all this like nonsense and then on the other side is like you know if you're hermited it's you don't feel you you like i like when i'm alone or like when i'm like isolating and i say like i'm more of an introvert at this time is i like you know i feel like if you do feel bad about being isolated it's never something internally it's always externally it's always about like what everyone else around you will think about and like oh dylan's being so quiet or like marcus is being so like distant like oh dylan blew us off blew me off again or something like that like it's fucking what you think you get so caught up in what other people think you know what i mean like it's it's tough it can be a trap yeah absolutely absolutely um so <laughs> no that's that that's that's definitely how i feel that's also the lifestyle that like everyone traps you in new york with it's just like oh man like because even because yeah you i have you you've had like the small new england friends and like everyone from new england visit you in the big city right mm-hmm and you're just like, for some reason, you have to be like this guide and be like, oh, it's not scary. And then we're like, we're gonna, all the- we're do this, we're gonna do this, and you like set up a whole <laughs> And they're like, what the fuck? Like, slow the fuck down. I don't need to do all this. <laughs> and like, this is how we live. <laughs> no, this is Birdies in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, give me a welcome to the John. <laughs> Yo, do you want to go to Bossa Nova in Brooklyn? <laughs> let's just let's just rave like some goths and i just like pull out a secret closet like just all like like leather like tight things like you guys gotta you guys gotta wear this if we're going to boston nova don't ask questions <laughs> dude oh man give me dude, that like... for you. Give me, don't ask questions wearing that fucking muscle ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, stupid well, we, <laughs> did that. we did that that night that i went remember i had my friend with me like yeah yeah he was like he's from he's been living in the middle of nowhere south carolina for like four years he was so scared when we brought him there dude well i mean dude bossa nova is like the the extreme again i'm like everyone's there but i'm like you have to be like the right type of person to like live like that because i'm like dude i'm like bossa for me is just like occasional thing we're not like there every night because i know so i have some bossa nova civic club heads like people who had cards people knew them every day and it's like oh, if i go there i'm like maybe two people would recognize me not like the entire staff i was like oh no 
I'm talking like I like that was the only time I've ever been there. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been there once. Yeah, guys, if you guys uh if you guys didn't know about quarantine it's probably like the worst like you probably if you went to if you go to bossa nova now you definitely will get like COVID 19 but also you'll have like the best night of your life <laughs> if you're gonna catch COVID, you might as well make it worth it <laughs> uh but yeah <laughs> yeah dude yeah dylan dylan you're so you're such like a fun like person because of like just like the similar shared like just like upbringing same like rural situation same except except like you know obviously like the hermit situation that you got right now going for americorps very different path but you know that's definitely something that everyone i feel wants to do um i think then, people in 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 arizona are from new england <laughs> really. dude well dude my my um one a girl i used to talk to she lives out there in arizona and then my cousin she lives in arizona with her uh with her husband and uh actually dude we got <laughs> there's some there's some fun uh fun comments that we do have do you know quentin montour no <laughs> okay quentin montour dylan looked like he collect pokemon Yo, everyone tells me i look like ash when i wear this hat everyone <laughs> tells me that okay <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then, why bra on the left look like the last samurai? I think that's me, but <laughs> y'all take it, dude. Dude, this is these are our viewers, man. These are people commenting. No, literally, my my manager literally calls me Ash. I haven't, I, I don't wear this hat often, but I I work today. You know, I just yeah. my New England skin is getting burnt in the sun here. Yep. Yeah, man, dude. Hey, dude, that's it. But um, so every guest that I bring on to meme therapy um i asked him like you know to come up with a topic that we deep dive into obviously we have like a firmer understanding of dylan and what he's about um but yeah dylan before we start uh do you, how do you feel about memes do memes have you ever had like a therapeutic experience from seeing memes yeah yeah when i was yeah yeah that's how i get through like my day sometimes you just gotta scroll and look at memes like <laughs> when i was living in my car for like when i was living in my car for a month dude i always parked a place where i had a, just enough service to get on instagram and look at memes why do you think why do you think that people get like that joy of relief from like seeing like a good meme or something like that uh, um, that's a good question i think maybe you know, I don't know. I think entertainment is the, like, that's such a basic answer, but um, I think that like the ones that hit me the most is when they like pour humor on um, like modern new events. Like <laughs> that's like- Oh dude, dude, you know, yeah. They're out of control. Like, they're... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, well, have you, cause you ever, did you watch all the um, the baby Tesla memes or the baby Elon Musk memes? XZ. uh it's actually it's actually pronounced h uh it's ash archangel so that's what i that's what i heard (laughs) yeah so x x x12 apparently is like a like model of a like it's a model of like a flight like a flying device um archangel right 
Well, yeah, it's no, I swear to God, like, this is what the that's what is it's Archangel, like, that's what the name is supposed to be. Because I was like, because like the joke that I made was like, oh, oh man, I was like 12. I was like, hmm, I was like, does that mean that he messed up 11 times? So, yeah, a, a12, a12 is a precursor to the SR17, according to Grimes, because Grimes was also like part, Grimes. obviously, part. Obviously, you get Elon Musk. You get this. You get this techie bro. Because no matter what, every time Musk Elon is on stuff, I'm just like, you're like the techiest bro. Like he, like he, like he. If he, if he worked in sales, he'd be hitting the gong every day, and people be like, yo, you don't know Elon? And be like, I gotta listen to his pitch. I gotta listen to that pitch, dude. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. So, so Elon, that guy, and then Grimes, obviously, like the artsy goth girlfriend who works in Brooklyn. Like they're like Elon Musk and Grimes are like the perfect like Brooklyn. Wait, Grimes. Like, could... Grimes. Grimes, Grimes. Grimes is the music artist. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. How is he associated with Elon Musk's child? That's the mother of his child. They've been dating. Oh, oh no, I know a rapper that's a dude named Grimes. So... <laughs> <laughs> no 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 it's, it's it's a female no no one cares about the grimes rapper who showed up for your yeah, open gotta, mic can you, can you me throw a photo up on here let me see what grimes is okay i'll pull up grimes so grimes yeah so she is so elon musk is like baby mama like i think they're they are dating they're not there's not like marriage or anything okay. like there so it is let's see if i can do this let's do share screen okay let's find this but yeah you didn't like how you're just like grimes like the rapper <laughs> i was like no so this 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 so wow. this is this is elon wow. musk and grimes but yeah that's that is that is uh that is the mother of uh ash archangel or x a e 12 whatever where did he find her dude <laughs> where 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 did he find his god girlfriend <laughs> yeah dude dude that's what i'm saying i'm like at like grimes 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 and grimes and elon musk are a perfect like goth couple <laughs> like that's a typical brooklyn one <laughs> like, <terrifying>. oh. <laughs> okay <laughs> but uh, so so yeah that 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 meme is gold to me all of them that are coming out are fantastic because everyone's just like oh it's going to be like a robot child my favorite thing that i've seen is the one the fact that they showed like irobot and like yeah oh, so it's pretty funny um but I'm like wait, when they get the juice like that is like <laughs> <laughs> just like the silver sprayed baby <laughs> oh man uh grimes that is hilarious okay let's see if we can get him back in here dude this 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 is fun just diving into all this stuff if you get fun um, commentary on Grimes and the Elon Musk baby, Ash Arcane, because I think that it's gonna just be terrible for that baby. And then we got okay, we got Dylan back in here. 
but yeah, uh, dude, uh, Dylan, how do you how do you how do you feel about returning back to your society with babies called spelt like that, Ash Archangel or Archangel? But if if you saw that name like written out on like someone's name tag, how would you how are you, how are you gonna react? Is the last name Musk? Is it just yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Oh yeah, and, and they, they 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 are they are married apparently. Yeah, dude, I bet that baby isn't vaccinated. Um, <laughs> dude, I, I, yeah, I think he has Mars vaccinations. What are you talking about? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, like Elon Elon Musk would like literally responded like, "Hey, you guys are making fun of the Prince of Mars." <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> I was like, valid, valid, dude. yeah. He had to find a witch to like make that baby. <laughs> uh, no, okay. To get back onto your question. No, I think anything goes at this point. You know, there's gonna be so many babies after this pandemic. It's gonna be crazy. They're, they're gonna run out of names. They're gonna just run out of names, dude. Yeah. My, dude, my sister, my sister is gonna be having her baby in like two months, and I'm just like, oh thank god i was like well i'm like at least she didn't go it wasn't a product of the quarantine it just happened to happen while the pregnancy happened during the quarantine because she's like because she got she got what a marital um mother time whatever i can't i'm blanking on it but she's just good to chill man that's really that's good maternity (laughs) no she doesn't she's still she's still she's still she's still working maternity leave doesn't happen yet but yeah, dude, it's gonna be a weird world. Um, but yeah, besides like memes, I'm glad that I'm glad that you know, even even in like you know an isolating moment, a man in isolation still needs a good meme to get himself through the day. Um, <laughs> I, need, I, I need him all the time. It's- <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, so every guest I have on meme therapy, I have them kind of jump in. Besides like memes. Like, you know, there's so much of the internet that has definitely, like, influenced, like, the way that we interact. And then, you know, there's so many, like, communities that are created from the internet. Be it, like, Mike's trying to be an entertainer, be a podcaster, or anything like that. Be a comedian on Instagram. Be a thirst trap. Be, like, anything. But here's what, like, the we jumped into one subject matter. So I've had every guest uh, talk with me. Last week I had Dar Jamat, and we talked about online fighting. And this week we have Dylan, Dylan Watson, and we're talking about online towns so this is uh this is what actually pulls up when you type in online town halls which is fun uh online town hall meetings exploring democracy in the 21st century online town hall online town hall software online town hall meeting also (laughs) the meeting's not that deep all this is just a digital online town hall town hall nine which i was like what is that and then i so online town hall nine is apparently like a level that you have to fight in Minecraft. It's because like I have I clicked on it and I'm just like, oh, this is like you need to beat like this. Ha- this is like a tutorial to beat town hall nine, which I'm guessing, dude. I'm I'm, I'm I might just be too old for Minecraft because I'm just like, is that like the Elite Four in Pokemon? So, <laughs> I'm and then, Elite Four. And then obviously uh, everyone's trying to watch Halloween Town online for free because <laughs> that was it um because yeah dude no matter what like yeah it's it's interesting seeing uh how communities like you know obviously everyone can attend like a town hall meeting have you been yeah. to a town hall meeting before and like have you I, think, I was wicked young there was you know rural 
chaos, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Rural chaos. Yeah, man. Like, where I'm from, it's, like, half hippies, half people that have been in the town since the 1700s. So it's, like, like no middle, just, like, opposite sides of the spectrum of politically. So, like, anything can cause the town to go crazy. So they wanted to build a library, raise the taxes, like, point two percent or something and fundraise the money and like bricks were getting thrown through windows like, through <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude that's dude i mean that's one that's one aspect of like a town hall meeting see like the yeah. town hall meetings like i grew up in in like rural bucks and Maine, is like it was it have, have you ever seen like gilmore girls or seen the, like the quirky town hall like there's like one ex, there's like a bunch of different eccentric people and you get to see like different power dynamics because there was like one neighbor who's like i deserve all the land and stuff like that i'm like you yeah. can calm down <laughs> yeah no yeah that, that's what i was gonna it's like just like the same 10 people that run the town i'm sure it's the same 10 people now that it was 20 years ago and it's just like so polite <laughs> i don't know i need to go but i do know this one guy I'm not going to mention his name but he's an og of west hampton massachusetts he runs everything <laughs> dude no that's that's pretty wild though but dude i definitely think it's going to be a shift between like um because like online town halls is obviously between like a live one and then like an online one because like can you explain like what brought you to like want to talk about online town groups Okay, yeah, I was not thinking like town hall, but like the online like Facebook pages. So I was at my my friends just moved to Prescott, Arizona, and they're trying to like get like free furniture and like maybe some cats. So they're like checking out the the town Facebook pages, and all it was was like people just arguing about politics on this page, and like like old middle aged like white ladies just going crazy, like. Oh, it's so bad. I'm gonna try to find the this fucking page right now. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Cause um, dude, it is it is a hundred percent bad. Like these online towns, like cause that's just like the shifting of like the dynamic that you'd have live in person to online. And dude, cause like when when you said online towns, like I know that there's like there's towns because like, politicians and towns have twitters now. And then there's like you know everyone like posting like Jersey, Jersey is hilarious. Jersey City, New Jersey's Twitter account is hilarious because they're just like they're just like just stay home. I'm like just how hard is it for all you Italians from Jersey to stay home? It's not that hard. Just watch The Sopranos. Like go fuck yourself. Like that was that was like what the town Twitter was like. But when it comes to like Facebook town groups, like it's genuinely yeah. like people like. The way I've seen it is obviously a friend went with like the way that I've seen it is people are actually trying to like, you know, help out one another, but it's one of the funniest things ever because I'm like, because it's online, it doesn't solve any, I don't think it solves stuff more than it would now. Right. No, not <laughs> like a live one. It, dude, it does not dude online, online town groups. I'm like, it's, it's good in theory. It's like communism. It's like, it's good in theory, but actually in practice, I'm like, Oh no, everyone's just treating this like terrible social media. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, we lost Dylan again. Uh, broadcasting live, guys. Uh Quentin Montour, thank you for watching. Um yeah, Dylan <laughs> Dylan Dylan does not Dylan, yeah, okay, well, I was talking to Quentin. I was like, Dylan does not collect Pokemon, but yeah, he's still Ash. What's up? Yeah. Um, um no, but yeah, like it doesn't solve anything. I'm okay, so I'm reading this one right now. You ready for this? Okay. So wait, what, what? So wait, so what? What town? What town? What town is this? And then it's it's, it's it's a town group on Facebook, right? 
The town group on Facebook. It's Prescott, Arizona. Okay, ready? Yep. Okay. To the patrons at the Prescott Valley Starbucks, please be advised that there are recovering pets at the premier pet hospital next door. Many attempting to sleep and recovering from surgeries from the day before. Please refrain from laying on your horn while attempting to get your coffee. Like just like the most meaningless things. Like who's dude, no, dude, no, because no. Well, that's the worst thing ever. Because like some, like at some point, Facebook or someone decided to be like, oh yeah, we can give towns ratings, which means you could leave reviews. And so, <laughs> so, so all you're doing is reading like town reviews, right? That's pretty much it. Or no, this is like a public. Oh, I, like, see, oh man, those are see. That's like the one. That's like the one neighbor in like a live town hall yeah. meeting who brings up like the air of grievances been like hey when you guys come around the corner like we have like here's here's one weird like live town hall like complaint i had back in the day yeah. there was like a cross street and like you had to like drive through like this like the cross street like came here and then there was like one like lane that drove directly and then when you had to drive there there's a stoplight and there's like just happened to be this person's windows and like they like the person i remember they were like trying to be like can we figure out a different route for this road and then like we're just like no i'm just like i'm sorry that your house is inconveniently like located on a on like a cross street and then like i remember someone suggested maybe you should get blackout curtains and like they have to explain to this person what blackout curtains was and this took like half an hour in the town hall meeting but like sometimes in those threads it's just like it's like man i I wouldn't say like obviously politics will like lead into it but i'm just like towns i'm just like they don't help because um because you let you left New York before uh, Next Door happened. Because Next Door is like this new app where yeah. it's kind of yeah, it's kind of like a town hall meeting because like you know people can like list like you know stuff for the area. Because now uh, I'm seeing I'm seeing it work in I'm seeing an online town kind of work in like a neighborhood because yeah. because people are like hey like I saw someone like recently being like hey I need X amount of supplies I live in the neighborhood but I'm an older lady who's afraid to leave my house. And then I end up working for them because I'm like, there is like a good aspect, but there's like obviously like the negative aspect. Um, yeah. But at the same time, do you think that, do you think that there's an actual like community built in there? Because I'm like an online town kind of work in like a neighborhood because, yeah. because people are like, Hey, like I saw someone like recently. Wait, did something happen? No, I, I think I was just getting feedback from mine. But was that you talking? I'm like, I'm quiet right now. But anyway, so so like, uh, yeah, so there's politics and stuff like that. But do you think online towns like will eventually work? Because like, you know, no matter what, every like kind of like online group is still like a group that's still trying to manifest into like a physical like reaction, like a live reaction. Right. Yeah, I think. I think it depends on the town if it's actually going to work. Like, <laughs> yeah, yo, this 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 is heated, Dylan. Name name towns that it definitely won't work, and then towns it will. <laughs> okay, so there's Hampton, Massachusetts. Has <laughs> <laughs> one next to me, and it's just people like complaining about plowing and stuff, and like, there's like you know some towns that are not changing. You know, it's not like Brooklyn where it's like everything is changing all the time, and things need to be stopped from creating change. And I feel like that like. I've, these Facebook groups can bring people together to help make things happen or not happen if they shouldn't happen. Whereas like a small town, middle of nowhere, Massachusetts Facebook page, like 
it's just it's just all grievances of people who've been there for years and then they're like yeah. they, I'm like they, I'm like they wouldn't talk to anyone if it weren't for that Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's Massachusetts. They they don't leave their porch in PBR. Like <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, man. Dude, that's that yeah. And then that's like the big difference with like small towns versus like big towns because like even even like the big city ones like you know like new like from from just like the from mayor uh you know or like governor like you know everyone for new york like you know cuomo everyone's becoming cuomo sexuals because they're like oh my god let's rally behind this guy <laughs> like dude, dude it's dude and it's definitely like yeah again it's it's i guess it what would encompass it is like a small town because I've never been in a town. I've never lived in a town where everyone's neighbors. There's either like a shift in like neighboring uh, like schools, like the amount of money. Because I'm like, there's so much just like drama in small, small towns more than more so than like the city. Because I'm like, the city is like, there's so many issues that like kind of fade into the background. While small mm-hmm. towns, they all kind of just like gravitate over and over again and stew for years. And then when yeah. an online group happens, it's just like, Fucking, let's go. <laughs> yeah, just gave all these people who've been holding it in for like forty years a platform, and just finally get out about like the way that they're plowing fucking South Street. <laughs> they've been doing it long since '87, and like that, there's so much snow in their driveway every time the plowman comes by or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how uh, towns, because I'm like, that's like the immediate like group of people that you're trying to like rally with change and like improvement um so it's gonna be interesting any do you have any do you have any other thoughts about like small towns and uh online town groups and where they could go <laughs> what is that photo drop <laughs> don't, 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 don't don't worry about it dylan that was a that was a, that was a little sample uh, i think um i don't know you know how how have towns been have towns been having Zoom calls lately? You know, I think that dude, maybe towns meeting. I mean, dude, they've been doing um they've been doing like sit they've been like doing presidential addresses with like Zoom meetings just to like because people have to. But it, it's kind of it's not it's not like a Zoom meeting. It's still like the news. It's like you get the panel and then everyone gets like, oh, this guy on deck, boom, like that, like that stuff. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like that. Um, that's that's just the editing of that. In terms of where it can go, I think just more chaos. I don't know. I think it's, 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 it's <laughs> you're like you're like I don't trust people, especially after quarantine. Like all these yeah, users quarantine, quarantine gets out, people are gonna be posting where the court where the COVID's living in town. <laughs> like I heard, you know, I think it's. I think you know. I think no. I think it's gonna peak in the next two weeks of like the amount of bashing and then once people are on out in society maybe they'll um maybe you know quarantine will make people appreciate their community more this is my this is my american beauty pageant address (laughs) (laughs) maybe this quarantine will make everyone really humble yeah maybe maybe this is like super helpful and i doubt it but maybe um people you know from not being in society will realize the importance of community and it'll bring a better platform in terms of that i don't know instead okay, of yeah yeah you know Hell yeah. and maybe you know towns will start getting more americorps people there and then we can fix everything for everyone <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. All right. Well, we've, uh, we've, 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 we've covered a lot, Dylan. Um, so now we're just going to go into the fun therapy section of this. Um, so meme therapy started um, because this was like a sketch packet I wrote for like late night where uh, instead of a therapist who was like old school showing you pictures of like Rorschach tests, um, it was a therapist just showing you pictures of memes. So um, I'm going to just show you a bunch of memes and I'm just going to ask you to react to them. <laughs> so first meme. <laughs> classic <laughs> <laughs> so wait so so what what are your what are your thoughts when you see this meme because i'm like this meme dude that me this meme is hilarious to me it's always like the funniest thing because it's like it's it's how you think it's literally like how you think about stuff and it always goes from like the most simplistic like thing to like the most advanced thing but yeah dylan your thoughts on this meme dude it may <laughs> I don't want to say what I'm thinking. <laughs> I like I feel like it's like I've seen it on like so many like work accounts where it's like <laughs> combining this with that and that, and then you get the last one, and it's like just dirty, dude. Cause like, dude, dude. Sometimes, well, I think this the best part about this meme is it's supposed to be about perspective, and I'm I'm talking about it like. A, it's a fine piece of art because memes are fine pieces of art <laughs> it's like see the by the fourth panel it's really like a genius turnaround of the thinker thinking about the thought I'm just it's like, like, okay. it's when that thought reaches <laughs> you know what i see between the third and fourth panel is like it, yeah there you go look at that it starts internal man you know you got the thought, <laughs> and then it grows and then on the third one you got that idea bubbling but what's an idea if it, you can't bring that energy out from the inside of the outside world and that's what the fourth one shows <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah that's that, that's, 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 <laughs> that is uh <laughs> that's fucking angel archangel like <laughs> that's, like, that's that's Elon Musk's baby. Like, like stage one is like, all right, Ark, and stage two is like he got Grimes to. You know what? Grimes could have come up with this. Maybe Grimes got Elon to come over and give us some more ideas. It's bubbling, and then stage <laughs> three, they're like they're like probably like one number away from the name they got, and then boom, fourteen, baby happens, boom, Archangel. <laughs> okay so that was the first meme uh yeah. here's the, here's the second meme how do you feel about this one dude i love monster let me tell you that <laughs> yeah, but dude <laughs> look, 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 look at this meme and tell me how you feel Dylan, about this besides loving monster nostalgia dude <laughs> no but Dude, this is this is the this is like next level meme because you need to like drive behind a family that has the basic layout of this. I'm just like them. <laughs> all the oh, gen- I didn't even put it together, dude. I didn't even put that together. I'm so dumb. I'm so dumb. Yeah, it's the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Thank you for breaking that down. <laughs> That's terrible, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> I like how you just like initially like I love I love monster. That was the initial <laughs> You saw the meme and you're like, you saw this meme and you're like, I love monster. You saw this, you're like, I love monster. Dude, then, you re- then you realize what it is. That makes me think of the people at like that 
that photo is taken from an RV being dragged behind that fucking shed <laughs> into the woods. <laughs> and that RV carrying fucking ATVs. Hmm. I have I have a I have a lot of beef with RVs in my in my living okay. room. <laughs> Dude, that's fair. Okay, if you had, if you had to if you had to guess the name of every family member in this, what would you name them? Oh god, dude, Derek. <laughs> Derek Trish is married. Derek, Derek is married. To, married to Trisha. <laughs> Firstborn son is fucking Justin. <laughs> Is it order? I guess second born son. Travis. <laughs> Travis. Justin and Travis, they both have aspirations of being dirt bike. Yeah. yeah. All I'm thinking about is like the the fox. I'm on the fox. Like I'm sure everyone in rural Maine rocked that shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dude, the fox ran motor, motocross, baby. God, scream. What's her daughter's name? Fucking mm, something dumb, dude. Penny, no. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like a Tammy Lynn. Like a Jamie. <laughs> something, something, something Lynn. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie Lynn, dude. That's it. They couldn't even name it themselves. They took it <laughs> It's just Britney Spears' sister's name for sure. Oh, what, 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 what? Okay, so we yeah. jump into that one. <laughs> what sticker do you think is missing from the background? What's like another sticker they need? Oh, yeah. dude, they they need they need like the true they need they need the true deer like camo hunting one like that's it <laughs> or 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 they need a bass bass pro shop sticker. <laughs> bleeding from my teeth. All right. Okay. So here's uh the next here's the next meme. <laughs> what? How does, how does how does this make you feel? <laughs> I did. I did clearly relevant blast from the past memes. <laughs> the relevance is literally, yeah. How does this? How do? How do? How do these lyrics play by uh, Evanescence bring me to life? Thank you. Feel? When... Oh, I don't even know. This is a song, dude. You, dude, you know this song by Evanescence. Wake me up, wake me up inside. Like that, like oh goth emo God. anthem. <laughs> I relate to the fourth panel. Save is <laughs> just just a kid, <laughs> just a kid screaming, "Save me!" With a milk okay. bottle. <laughs> All right, let's just go on to this next one. <laughs> How do you feel about this one? You. It's a SpongeBob, SpongeBob <laughs> meme. <laughs> mm-hmm. Relatable. <laughs> relatable so it's relatable the ep- to marcus cardona <laughs> <laughs> don't don't put that on me man i'm just like geez because i'm like that because no, i'll for everyone who's listening this is a meme of poseidon and he's looking at like a stack of burgers when he has to make burgers against spongebob but for poseidon it's like a million burgers and it says my friend his master's degree high paying job saving up to buy a house soon to get married and then SpongeBob is me, collection of Pokemon cards from 2000, and his one burger that he made. But dude, yeah. So how do you feel about that one? Besides relatable, Marcus. Um, 
You know what? I think you can see a lot more genuine love in SpongeBob's eyes than Poseidon. Poseidon's a piece of shit, dude. <laughs> That's it. You know what? SpongeBob has SpongeBob has passion. <laughs> spongebob has passion dude no, i think that's like that's a big takeaway because i'm like uh because i'm like in terms of like comparing success like it's so hard for a lot of us especially like the millennial generation where we're just like mm, we have to be proud of the small accomplishments because i'm like no even like the, the top no one i'm just like i don't care about that one <laughs> yeah yeah like you could see spongebob didn't spongebob isn't clouded with <laughs> Pure, pure heart and he's all he needs is one burger he doesn't need a tower of burgers yeah, and if you, remember, if you remember the episode all of poseidon's burgers taste like shit and spongebob's great <laughs> so that's what having heart is kids <laughs> okay and then here's the last one which is <laughs> which is my favorite because dylan you dylan 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 i don't know how long dylan's how long have you been using this word wook Dude, forever, man. <laughs> okay, because I, like, Dylan Mom. is, like, the only person I know who uses the term Wook. So, Wook is, according to Urban Dictionary, and this is my favorite, is a noun or adjective, a dirty, hairy, stinky, malnourished, dishonest creature that often travels with pack, in packs with possibly and unfortunately mangy, multicolored dogs on handmade, all-natural hemp leashes. Or alone, wandering aimlessly around a concert, usually hippie music, parking lot with a few seemingly more important than the music goals, find as many mind-altering substances and cram them into their bodies as fast and furiously as possible, get into the show somehow, don't lose their dog this time, and if by chance they come across unattended properties such as a cooler, chair, backpack, or beverage, it will become their own. (laughs) <laughs> also once inside the show and the music begins even if it sucks a true wook will never be able to tell the difference because once the substance does take effect many of them can actually be seen dancing and grooving i'm guessing that's grooving the music they can only hear wooks are usually useful or only useful in one way if you're trying to warn or scare a younger more influenced friend about the dangers of drugs just tell them to observe and study the behaviors of wooks in their natural surroundings but warn them if they get too close, they may be risk become one becoming one themselves. Uh, and the sentence that they use is, "My friend's older brother is a sneaky wook," by Sweaty Ray in two thousand five. Okay, so Dylan, how is that? How is that description of wook? And would you? How do you? How how is that description to the term of wook that you use? Pretty accurate. I think that I hold them a little bit higher as people. I think they're pretty good people. <laughs> You're just like that guy's just like a hippie. Okay, because yeah, can you explain wook to wook wook to the people? What's a wook to you? A wook to me is <laughs> this is not where I thought this podcast was going. Piece of shit. What is? I'll stop laughing. I'll stop laughing. Oh my god! Yeah, dude. So, uh, what? So what, <laughs> Dylan? What is a what is a wook to you, Dylan? Wook to me is a smelly um music loving free loving person that will knows how to party and have a lot of fun at a and you meet him definitely in a parking lot of a music show (laughs) (laughs) trading some goods selling some goods um usually some good stories we'll hang out maybe linger um (laughs) (laughs) lingering man 
Wingers, <laughs> man. Um, and they're definitely the wizards of of music festivals and stuff. Like they they'll turn they'll turn a pop tart into like a Mercedes Benz within like two days. Of just- <laughs> Oh man, dude, good now because Dylan, Dylan, you're like you're 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 a fish head, right? I hate no, no, not fish, but everything but. (laughs) Yeah, okay, no, because you're 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 like you're you're definitely a jam band festival goer. Mm -hmm. I'm like, because because like I made a joke about how I think that like I think that the people who are just like jam band people are fine and content during quarantine. But they're just like they're just blasting jam band music to make time go by. But they're just like walking through the spaces of their like living spaces, just like days. Well, yeah, the like Nugs TV, which is like um. A what uh, what is Nugs TV? Explain this. Okay. <laughs> you can't keep dropping references like Wooks and Nugs TV without explaining what this Nugs. is. Nugs TV is a app. It's a music app that has like recorded shows on it, right? So like for all the bands I like, I can listen to their shows. I don't, I don't, I can't afford it anymore, but they <laughs> they also have live streams, and so they've been live streaming like all the time. People playing music, like the bands that I love. So yeah, I've been getting my my fair share of the, the the music. I actually um not even like Wookie Jam Band Grizz has been did a yeah, live. Grizz is good. This is good. He did a live stream and I was up camping alone, but like I said, I had enough service so I could get my memes. Turns out I could do the live stream up there. <laughs> I said, God damn it. I set up a slack line. <laughs> you set up a what? A slack line. What's that? Uh, a slack line. Oh man, dude. Ah, Dylan, you're such a, oh, you're such a stereotypical white New England dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just slack line playing that and like, where I was in in this part of like Arizona is like northern Arizona is like hippy dippy cool. I'm not sure. I haven't heard that. Like, oh, I'll let you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know, bro. That's fine. So yeah, so northern Arizona is hippy dippy. Yeah, and then southern is like totally different, dude. It's fucking like, crazy. It's 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 guns, right? It's like the guns Arizona, right? Yeah, guns. <laughs> I, I like tried to go camping down there and like a bunch of people on ATVs with like their kids hanging over their shoulder and just falling off and like it was just like <laughs> just chaos down there. <laughs> but anyway, Dylan, this has been fantastic. I'm so glad that you've talked to us about life in Arizona. Um again, Dylan is the host of the Poconino Chronicles on Instagram. Uh when when do you when you go when you go live again? What's up? When do you go live for the – yeah, what do you want um, to say about the Poconino uh, Chronicles? Right, the house is starting to, like, come to life. I'm just – it's not in my house. I'm just in the kitchen, like, doing this. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, Coconino Chronicles live Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check me out on Instagram at nomad underscore Watson, N-O-M-A-D underscore W-A-T-S-O-N. I got Thank you right there. <laughs> between Nomad and Watson. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got, I, I, dude, I got you. Yeah, so follow Dylan uh, Nomad Watson. Um, anyway, Dylan, anything you want to say to anyone listening? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, my Instagram handle has a underscore between Nomad and Watson. But it's all oh my good. god! Oh. <laughs> and I made a piece of And um, no, I would love to have people on. It's an open mic, free 
uh, free-flowing space where you can share any type of artwork, discuss what you're doing, how you're doing in quarantine. We mainly have musicians and poets, but this week we're going to have a photo slideshow. We're going to have live painting. So it's definitely coming together and growing every week, just like Marcus's podcast. <laughs> yeah, all the viewers. Yeah, so if you guys uh, direct correlation, been like, oh, how do you find – the Coco Nino, or you found meme therapy, uh, you found them through the mutual connection of me and Dylan Watson. But anyway, um, Dylan, you're always such a pleasure. Uh, Dylan, thank you for coming on to meme therapy. I hope you had yeah. fun. <laughs> I had fun. I'm sorry about all the technological. <laughs> no worries, man. I just, I just have so much editing to do now, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're going to edit it. Um, dude, probably edit out the part where I shout out my works. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll see you, Dylan. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> anyway guys uh yeah so that was the episode two of meme therapy uh we'll be back hopefully next friday um probably around 7 7 30 again um but yeah thank you guys for watching meme therapy my name is marcus again we are sponsored by someday bar in new york city we are also taking on some more sponsors so if you're a business that's operating out of maine or new york or you can offer some some services remotely feel free to slide into my dms and then look for me on social media at marcus cardona um it's going to be streaming live on facebook but maybe we'll make the switch over to youtube and i also do have a patreon again so that's patreon.com slash marcus cardona subscribe for more episodes of meme therapy but also to fund other products that are coming out from the mind of marcus cardona thank you guys for listening and watching you guys have a great night